Blog Talk Radio.
won't let your heart break. Mr. Sunday morning, make it easy for your hard day. Gotta learn to feel again. We gon' do it our way. Put myself all over you. Wrap you up in Star K. Want more, you ain't gotta come for. It's already done for. Even drop an encore. You've been on a hunt for somebody to make you feel differently. 2020 vision is a different me. Yeah, yeah. Me see your fear. Me be your push away. It's deemed to be okay. 
if they cut somebody without notice, you know, if they do any of that, it's deemed to be okay. I'm going to get his exact words. Okay. But do you think there's a double standard in the NBA when it comes based on the um, teams and the players, between the teams and the players, on how they can maneuver in business? On the NBA in particular? Because I think out of all the major sports, you know, there's always a double standard somewhere around those blurred lines. But in the NBA in particular, you know, headed up by, um, I'm drawing an absolute blank here as I'm trying to pull up Draymond's green. But I think the NBA gives their players a little bit more leeway, but there is a double standard when it comes to teams and ownership and players and ownership, I'm going to say. But I'm going to look into this because, you know, Jazz and I are going to dive into it on Tuesday. But I did pull it Absolutely. up. I did see. Yeah. I did see where yeah. he's talking about exposing that double standard on how NBA players and organizations are viewed. And this is what he had to say. At some point as players, we need to be treated with the same respect. Mm-hmm. And have the same rights that the team can have. Because as a player, you're uh, the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. But a team can say uh, they're trading. They can say they're trading you, and they don't have to have no explanation. They can just do it. Um, so it's always deemed in, in bad character if a player does well, you're asked to be trained. Uh, They make business mm-hmm. moves just like the teams do. Mhm. Okay, I think that's a valid point because you know you're uprooting not only that player but their families as well. Yeah. And and you deem it as a business move. So if they up and say and they have the ability to say, um, and I don't know, it must be some contractual things going on that you know when they can and cannot um, leave. But if they're up to able to say, uh, I'm. Listen, I'm going to New York, or or I'm going to North Carolina. It's a it's a business move for that player, um, mm-hmm. but they're kind of dragged in the mud for that. That's kind of like what Deshaun Watson is going through with the Texans in, in the NFL. You know, they they the players the the organizations have that say as to you know, okay, I have no no more need for you, you know. So they're going to trade a play, uh, an athlete, whereas an athlete, and especially by their fans, especially if they're rooting for that team, because a lot of fans now, you know, have teams, have players that they're they follow instead of whole teams. So you know, it's it's it's, it's kind of like a double double sword, but I think the ownership does need to respect the players' desire to want to move. And not always let it let it have some type of human element to it. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. This is Let's Chat Radio. I'm Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We're going to take a brief break, and we will be right mm-hmm. back. Okay.
alright, alright, alright. Yeah. We appreciate Keith for always sharing his music and all his releases with us. Um, yes, it's going to be a good album. Love Epistolic 2 is coming soon. So, listen, y'all know on Let's Chat, we love to talk that talk. We got our next, our first fabulous guest, uh, children's author, Jason Taylor. Hey! Hey, how are you doing? We are good. Welcome to Let's Chat. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. We appreciate you. Just be able to share your time, space, and energy with us. For all of those who are not familiar with your fabulous pen, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your literary journey. Okay. Um, my, you know, my name is Jason Taylor. I, uh, I actually, um, you know, am a, a, an educator um, by trade and profession. And so I, I used to be a, a, a band director. I taught marching band and concert band, jazz band for, for high schools primarily. And, um, and so about eight years ago, I had a, a long night at the band room. And, um, and I, at the time, I was, uh, you know, my, my daughter was, was still really young. And so uh, I had a, a little incident with a mouse uh, that that was uh, running around my band room, and um, and so I decided to write a little bit of a little story for my daughter. And uh, when I did, um, when I finished the the little the little uh, you know story, um, when I read it to her, she was young, so at the end of it, she just looked at me and was like, "Where's the pictures?" You know, um, so she wanted to see it. So years later, I finally you know, had the courage to kind of, um, um, you know, meet with uh, Miss Branch, uh, Miss Terry Branch, who has been wonderful for me. And uh, she helped me kind of, you know, make this a reality. And uh, and we turned the book into, you know, and, and turned into life. And so we brought Gus to life. And, and so uh, this has been, this was my first, my first book and uh, I'm working on another one. Um, but this was just a great opportunity. And it's just a blessing that uh, it was, you know, we were able to capture it in words and in, uh, you know, and in illustrations. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, I'll just tell me. I'm running around. I'm like, ooh, really? But yeah, I'm glad that your daughter was like the one that was like, listen, Dad, this is a nice story. Do you don't have no pictures with this? Like, here's no guy. That's exactly right. That is that's exactly right. So now you know she's a little older now, um, and so I. But, but you know, but it's uh, never you know it was never never too late, and uh, and so now she gets a chance to see. It. And she's actually a, a character in the book uh, because she plays uh, an instrument as well. She plays the saxophone for her school, and uh, so we're kind of keeping music alive in you know in our house. I love it. I love it. This is Tony Jason. We're going to try to remember to tell you who you're speaking to because we've been told we sound so much alike. Now, it's interesting <laughs> that you said your book is based on a little right. mouse running around, running around the studio. You know, I've been told, you know, and I, I work a lot with authors, but if you look at your everyday life, your next story is literally right in front of you. And it's a prime example of you using the mouse as a book. But tell us, right. at that early age, when your daughter was listening to your story, for children's stories and for children's authors out there, how important is that illustration to get your thoughts across to your targeted audience? Oh, absolutely. The, you know, it, it's a it's a huge issue. I mean, for I'll be honest, with you, for for everybody, not just children, but um, for everybody, those illustrations are you know super critical um, in capturing uh, you know capturing and bringing to life you know your thoughts that that you put on paper. Um, and you have to have a good illustrator. And you know, we in um, Miss Branch, we've been working with Navi Robbins, um, who has uh, done a great great job for us um, as an illustrator. You know, bringing those you know bringing our you know uh, our thoughts. Uh, the words that we put on the page, you know, putting that into characters and those bright, you know, those bright objects, and it just it, it makes it so much more uh, lifelike. And you know, for and for young children especially, they need to see that so they can have that connection to the world, you know, to real world life around them. You know, uh, uh-huh. and so I think it's just absolutely critical that these uh, these illustrations are included. So I'm just so thankful that you know we had a great illustrator to uh, to really bring. Um, you know, bring this to life for us. Oh. Absolutely. Now, you know, the fact that you're an author, 
And and as an educator, you would know this that um, the pen is very powerful. Uh, and to be able to allow children to step into that world and you step into their world, um, that brings a lot of power and responsibility. Uh, what does that mean for you as an author, a parent, and an educator? Well, I, 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 wow, that's a, I, I wasn't expecting that question. That's a tough question. <laughs> that's actually a really tough question. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but you know, honestly, um, I think uh, I think the first thing you need to do is be truthful with uh, with yourself, and you know, and um, and, and and be careful with um, you know, bend you know, bending things one to be one side or the other. You need to present. Like for me, I, I want to present things as as truthful, um, you know, as I possibly can um, to the students, and bring you know, with with the being sensitive to. Um, you know, to, you know, to some of their own obstacles they have in their life. So like this particular story was just really based on trying to bring to life how to overcome, you know, some obstacles, whether it was being too short to have a, to be able to play an instrument or, you know, being, you know, you know, not an instrumentalist period. So, you know, I want to make sure as an educator that I'm able to uh, one share, uh, share something of importance, something that the students can, or the children can, uh, can learn from and benefit from. Um, but on the other, on, on, on the other side, trying to make sure that when we do this, we make it, in, we make it in a, uh, something fun, something exciting, something, you know, that the, the students are going to capture the children uh, and capture their imagination because that's the tough thing too with us is, as an adult you know we sometimes can lose our imagination and so it's important that we you know we're able to connect with those children back kind of on their you know on you know at their level and um you know and bring to life some of you know some of those cr- new creations now that's so important um jason what you're sharing with us because you know our children are our future everything our future audience and I started off reading at a very young age, and you want to be able to maintain that that desire to read the next book, you know. Oh, absolutely. And, um, so it's so important to pique that interest at a young age, and even harder to maintain it. Now, you talk about uh, working with Terry Branch, who we absolutely love here on this chat, and Navi, who's the, one of the great illustrators. How important is it? For an author to have the right team around them to be able to, you know, see in you what they know is out there that that's that's needed. How important is that team around you? Oh well, I, I will tell you this. Um, for me, this was my this was my first adventure with. Um, you know, with you know, with uh, this type of um, uh, this type of activity, I, I've done a lot of different things from the military to uh, you know uh, to uh, the education to be an administrator. And now at this point, uh, this team that I, I literally am blessed, like beyond blessed. I don't know how it happened, but the team just came together. And I don't think people are mm-hmm. always blessed to get a, a first-time, you know, great team. Um, but Miss Branch has, you know, really uh, worked with me. Terry's worked with me from day one has been amazing. It's made me feel like a rock star, uh, you know, kept me kind of <laughs> grounded when I was kind of getting too excited, and uh, but also let me kind of, um, you know, take this as far as I, you know, I needed to go uh, to where it, I felt it was right. And so her and uh, Nadi Robbins, honestly, have been a, a just critical to making, you know, making this even possible. And like I said, at the time, it, this was not for me to even – published i really was just interested in bringing it to life on paper and then when i met um you know miss uh, miss branch she literally just made me fall in love with the process and uh, i'm just absolutely just thankful and blessed that you know i've had her in my life and and uh and it's been a great team and it's been a great you know adventure with her absolutely and we've had we love navi navi is a very talented uh illustrator um, and he did mm-hmm. an absolute marvelous job on your cover. Oh, it's awesome! I mean, it's phenomenal. I, I I could not have asked for anything better. When it came, when they showed me the uh, the actual um, uh, the proof of it, I, I there was nothing I could change. It was just absolutely better than I could ever hope. So we were very pleased with it. Wow! And we can absolutely. hear it in your voice, Jason. We really do. We can <laughs> hear your excitement. It's coming through the airways. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> everything and, and I mean all the books have a lot of elements that of my own personal life and my own personal career. Uh you know, my daughter's in it. Uh the uh the band director is actually uh was designed after my, my band director. 
Um, and so that it looks pretty much like him, except he didn't smile as much. Um, you know, and the, the uniforms are kind of based after, um, you know, the uniforms that we had purchased for one of my bands. So it was kind of a lot of this really came together, and it's just meant a lot to my family and myself. Absolutely. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the writing process for you. I know that you touched on uh, the the difficultness, um, but how were you able to, what was that process like when it has to come to you shaping it? Because, you know, as an educator and as an adult, you kind of have to shape a children's book, um, the wording a little bit differently uh, to be able to grab their attention. What was that process like for you? Well, I'll be honest with you. For it to be my, my kind of my first little story, uh, one, it was really kind of uh, something I had never done before. I'd never really put together any – I've never really wrote any – I had no intention of kind of writing a children's book. But because I was kind of watching my daughter grow up and, and kind of learning a little bit about her and, and the things that she was thinking about, and, you know, I think uh, I was able to kind of use her her thought process, to be honest with you, to kind of develop a story – that I knew that would connect to her, that would that 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 I could, you know, help share with her. So it's it's, it's like I had a story to tell, but I wanted to tell it in a way that my daughter would understand. And so working with my daughter, um, and listening, you know, to to her and the things that she liked, really helped shape the words. Um, and you know, even from the the rhyming scheme, uh, you know, that was kind of something that I, I know that my daughter enjoyed in the books that she read from like Dr. Seuss and and other books that that have kind of a little bit of a rhyming scheme. And then with music, I try to use um, you know in the writing a little bit of a a, a rhythmic feel, so, because I do believe that you know students do learn um, you know a, a, can learn you know through music, um, especially when it comes to just the, the body, the total body and the feeling. So the the, the the words in the on the page are supposed to have a somewhat somewhat of a musical uh, rhythmic feel and rhythmic pattern, along with a little bit of rhyming uh, that makes it a little bit more pleasant for you know for the children to kind of grasp. And my daughter seemed to really like that, and so that's kind of that's how it all came about. Mm, that's awesome. This is Tony, uh, Jason, and I I agree with Alicia. Nabi did an amazing job on on your cover. I mean, it, it captures everything. It captures the mouse, you, your daughter, the school, music. So it's like all there, but it's so scaled to like perfection. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like I said, I, we couldn't ask for anything better than that. I mean, this was absolutely a home run, you know, for us as a family, um, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it was just a great uh, to have this to be able to share with, you know, with my daughter. And, and now it's even more of a blessing that we get to share it with others as well, because there's a lot of children out there that could really benefit from, you know, from music. And, um, you know, that's one big, one big part of my life is, is music from, from time I was a child to even today as an educator. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Now, you know, um, I want to ask you, as Lisa and I, we love having first-time authors on the show because we get to hear the passion. I mean, we we, we hear (laughs) your passion in in this, and we love hearing that. Now, as a first-time author into the literary world, you did not expect what could be a, a great thing to want to keep you in this literary business. Um, I think honestly, I I think the uh, you know I think I have a tendency uh to be someone that wants wants things right away all the time. You know I I need I need things to happen immediately. I, I I'm you know I need that quick fix. And I, I will tell you the one thing I didn't account on is um that I needed to be patient uh, with you know mm-hmm. with uh, because things things do take time. Um, there are revisions to be made. I do need to take a. Uh, you know, take some some time to uh, you know to revisit the words that I put on the page, and and does it really you know does it really mean what I want it to mean? So, um, you know, I didn't expect to ha- I didn't expect to be honest with you to go through this and 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 learn, and I I really learned more about myself and learned that I needed to be just that patient, um, and I needed to you know take some some extra time to to make it uh, to make it right, and uh, and so that was as as a first time you know uh, you know author that author I, that was something that I really, really learned from this is, and I can take from this as I'm moving forward, is that patience, mm-hmm. and, and the patience pays off, and I think that's what kind of keeps me wanting to, like, you know, possibly do it again. It's like, I get it now. You know, it's, I can, you know, I can, you know, I can do this. It's going to take a little bit of time, um, but but we're going to do it right, and so, um, 
it, that's some of the little things that I, you know, I kind of learned through the process. And then, of course, last mm-hmm. thing I learned, well, not last thing, but one of the other big things is that there are so many people out there willing to really help, and there's so many great professionals that are out there that can offer you some assistance. And like I said, I keep saying Terry Branch. I'm going to keep saying it. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, <laughs> she's just so wonderful and uh, has been a great, you know, just a great, um, you know, uh, friend to me at, at this point, um, you know, to help me kind of walk through this. So I've learned so much about that process. And uh, even mm-hmm. I've never been on a, a, on a little on a radio show. So this is like first time ever. And I'm super <laughs> excited. Um, she, t- she told me I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so. Well, we're honored to be the first radio interview, Alicia and I. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. I got a chance to listen to some of some of your other radios. And you guys are phenomenal, I, and I and I love it. So I'm gonna start tuning in myself. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, thank you. Now, now this is Alicia. I want you to tell us a little bit about your vision moving forward. I know you're working on your second book, um, but what is the whole? Um, theme or vibe that you what do you want the kids to really 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 get out of the words that you're putting down well I, I, I'll tell you that I want um, and this is I want even as an educator I want our students to know that um, you know that that things are possible you know that we are dealt um, you know all of us are dealt a set of uh, cards and, and sometimes it's um, you know sometimes it's a great deck of cards some are better than others um, but I think I, what I want all students to know is that, you know, with, with effort, with energy, uh, with hard work, you know, that, that it, you know, all this is possible for these children. Um, and we have a lot of, um, you know, a lot of teachers, great educators that are out in our country, um, you know, that are, that are willing to, to help and, and to, uh, to motivate. And, and my own teach, my own band director motivated, motivated me. And, um, and I think it's, um, you know, these words, we, what I want is I want these children to realize that, you know, if they just keep applying themselves, they keep working, they keep dreaming, um, and they just stay the course that, um, you know, great things can come for them and they can, you know, get all the things that they've, they've always wanted. I, I know life's not perfect, um, and sometimes we have our, you know, we stumble from time to time, but there are, there are, we have a lot, of, a lot of teachers out there and educators um, that are just in it for the love of, of, of children, uh, and they're willing to help. Um, we just want those, we want our children to, just to keep trying. And of course with music, I, I can't say enough about music. Music is, um, is a, is a great, um, you know, a great subject for our students to, to learn. It teaches them about passion, teaches them about compassion. Uh, it teaches them about, um, you know, it teaches them a different language to learn music. I mean, it's just, uh, mm-hmm. it's a, it's, it's an amazing, uh, you know, amazing, uh, you know, uh, you know, subject that we have for our children. So, Make a long story short, I just want our kids to, to keep trying and, and, and know that we're here, that we're going to help them. That's awesome. Absolutely. You're listening to Let's Chat Radio with Miss Tony and Leisha, and we are having an awesome interview with first-time author, not last-time author, Jason Taylor. You know, Jason, I want to ask you, this is Tony once again, you know, mm-hmm. during this uh, literary journey that you, you have just gone through, other than having to be patient, what are some of the other challenges that you came up against that made you a better person on this other side of the book? Well, um, I think um, one of the other things was just learning, um, you know, learning a little bit about myself and my, you know, my own, I guess I would say my own biases, um, because the, even though the book, you know, has a lot of my own, uh, my own personality in it, in it I had to, uh, I had to also take a take a moment to, to to look back and realize that you know when you when you put things down in words you know we also want to make sure that it it appeals to to others um, and from all different all different views if that makes any sense uh, you know I want to make sure that it's not just from you know Jason Taylor's view but it's you know how do I make it you know accessible you know through words and through through vision you know how do we make that accessible and, and appealing to to the audience so I think that is the one of the bigger things that I that I struggled with was making sure that it was it was just that it was something that all you know uh, several it would appeal to several um, you know different types of children and, and that and not it didn't have to be banned it could be football it could be soccer it could be uh, art you know but you know how could we find a way to make this story um, you know where we can reach more you know more students and more children because I think it's a you know I, I think it's a, anytime you put a story out there that, that deals with you know um, 
not giving up on your dreams. I, I, I think that that kind of captures just about everybody. And but and that so that was a tough thing for me to do is try to find a way to put it in into words that uh, that would matter to to a great deal of, of students. Absolutely. Now, Jason, here in our last chat, we like to do something fun with our guests, um, only because we we love being able to interact with guests and when you're when you don't have the word of mouth that normally uh, a lot of well-known authors have your personality and your intent and your reason for the things that uh writing your book and your passion those become uh what draws people into your brand um so we like to be able to show all shades all shades of our guests all different sides um so T is going to give you a fun question uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm ready, for a, fun, I'm, I'm ready for a fun question. <laughs> it's a fun question. It's a fun question. So we want to thank okay. you once again, Jason, for joining Alicia and I here on Let's Chat. And we are, like I said, so honored to be your first case in interview, getting on your uh, your your journey. But here on Let's Thanks. Chat, Alicia and I, we are growing the Let's Chat garden. And you are uh-huh. going to plant your seeds into it tonight. Now, we have all types of flowers and trees and bushes in our garden right now, but you're about to add the Jason Taylor touch. So what flower would you plant in our left side garden? What color would it be and why? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's, that's two hard questions. Uh, uh, goodness. Um I think for me, uh, if I can, if I can think of any flower, for me would be the sunflower. Uh, obviously, yellow. I just I, I enjoy the sunflower. The, um, you know, I think it's. I, I love vibrant colors, um, and so and the sun reminds me of that. There's always a, you know, there's always a better, you know, there's always going to be a better day. The, the sun will always come up, and so uh, I would say definitely the sunflower. Awesome. When you kind of look at sunflowers, you kind of put a smile on your face as well. <laughs> Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You can't be mad when you see a sunflower. Exactly. <laughs> so we thank you for planting that seed. <laughs> no problem. We so appreciate you coming to kick it with us in the chat room. Jason, we want you to shout out all of your social media, uh, any virtual events that you have coming up for any um, parents, just in case they want to be able to have a story time event or anything for their children. Okay. Um, that's, oh, thank you for doing that. Uh, so um, you can you can follow us on uh, the Musical Mouse and Friends, and that's on uh, at the Musical Mouse. This is this is the Facebook uh, page. So the Musical Mouse and Friends Facebook page. Um, if you want to book the Musical Mouse, um, you can email us at uh, musicalmouse three at gmail dot com. Musicalmouse three at gmail dot com. And also we're on uh Instagram at musicalmouse three and that's the the Instagram. And so we'd love to have some followers and some folks to engage with us. Um we really enjoy that. But thank you so much for allowing me to come on. This has been super, super, super exciting by the way. Thank you. <laughs> you are very welcome. <laughs> and you're welcome back here anytime, Jason. Anytime you want to just shoot, you know you want to Find a dragon in the in the basement or something. You know, we have lots of things here on that chat that you can write about. <laughs> awesome, love it. Thank you so much. You welcome are so in. very welcome. <laughs> have a great great weekend. <laughs> All right, you too. Thank you again. Bye bye. Okay, bye. You know, Lisa, that's a good idea. We got the dragon in the let's chat base. Let's chat basement. Let's write a book, girl. <laughs> Right, we already have, you know, SF Hardy came in here and she had the lizard walking down uh, living noise. <laughs> oh, no, he was a, a, a Japanese dragon or something like that. So we love being able yeah. to just internet, 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 <laughs> interconnect with our, our guests and their vision and their passion. You know, our topic today is say less. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's a real, that's a slang word. Uh, when you want to tell somebody, okay, you don't have to say anymore, I understand, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mm-hmm. really believe that when you have a vision and you have a brand, we talked a little bit about uh, this yesterday, nobody has to sell your vision to you. If I got to sell it to you, it's a problem. But the other thing that comes with that is you don't have to ask. 
certain things you don't have to ask. If people are supporting you, if they rock with you, they're either going to say, "What can it? What is it that I can do for you?" Mm-hmm. Or they are going to automatically do whatever they need to do, uh, whether it's purchasing your book, whether it's sharing your book. So you know, you don't have to. Those people that really rock with you, you don't have to ask them. They're already willing and able to do those things. Um, the ones that you gotta ask are the ones that may not necessarily be supporting you. That's right. That backhand support. We talk about it all the time here on Let's Chat. You know, you got to know those that are around you, truly know them around you, because, you know, whether you know it or not, those could be the very ones holding you back. Absolutely. Um, If they are uh, sharing or encouraging everybody, but when you have something going on, you notice that you never hear a sound from them. You know, those are the ones that you have to be weary of. That's right. That's right. So be mindful of the the team, you know, and Jason kind of touched on that, you know, that team around you. They can be that motivating force or that could, they could be that hold back. So be mindful of those that you, you, you surround yourself with because they, they, they can make a great impact on whether you succeed or not in any business that you go into. And sometimes, and even in life, we Absolutely. We're going to take a brief break, and we will be back with our next uh, fabulous guest here on Let's Chat, Michelle Kane. Busting my tail on a nine to five, just to keep up, try to stay alive. Promise my lady we're going to be all right. She be crying while she praying for a better life. Hustling on the side for a bag of rice. Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay Gotta stay searching for a better day Gotta keep my faith to make a way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia, hold me down Keep my feet planted on solid ground From the New York coast to the Florida shine Up to the Maryland, D.C. line Back down south, repeat prime Sweet Georgia From the burdens laid, dark as fruit from mistakes I made. Sweet Georgia, hold me down, keep my feet planted on solid ground. Thank you. 
now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Felicia, and I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We just got finished talking to the fantabulous author, Jason Taylor. Um, if you're just tuning in and you missed the interview, no worries. Head over to our archives here at blogtalk.com. You can also catch them on iTunes and iHeartRadio and be able to hear the entirety of the show. We have our next fabulous guest. Author Michelle Kane. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited. Hey, Michelle. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Chat. Thank you. Now, we know you're a new author, so we just want you to tell everybody uh, a little bit about yourself. No, I'm going to start with this um, because, you know, we always have. Um, we always talk about a goal moment here on Let's Chat. And a goal moment is when mm-hmm. thought and execution come together. And a lot of times we're really mindful about how we speak to other people, how we pour into other people, how other people speak to themselves. Um, but when it comes to us, we tend to uh, move lukewarm and we tend to have a lot of lack behind the things that we speak onto ourselves. And I want to mm-hmm. ask, what was your goal moment like when you decided to write uh, this spiritual book, uh, inspirational book, and be able to put it out to the masses. What was that that moment like for you? Um, well, I got the inspiration to write the book uh, during this pandemic. Um, and I've been watching the news and seeing how people um, deal with the different situations that was going on. And I was inspired to write this book because I see what people go through with, and I felt that this book and what I wrote would inspire and uplift people to let them know that there is hope and that better days are coming. Just don't give up. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing and keep fighting because better days mm-hmm. are coming. Mm-hmm. Wow. And how have you been able, this is Tony, Miss um, Michelle, how have you yourself been able to to get through this, what are some of the challenges that you've had to overcome during this almost a year into it? Um, well, I had to overcome losing one, two, I think at least family members on mm-hmm. my dad's side, on my dad's side during this pandemic. But mm-hmm. what has kept me going is um, my writing. My writing keeps me going because I'm able to uh, express what I feel. And I want to be able to carry that over to people to let them know, look, I'm in it with you. I've been going through it too. So I want to be able to not just uplift myself, but people as well, you know, just to let them know that things will get better. Mm, So true. Absolutely. Now, what was the hardest part about your process, especially um, becoming an author uh, in in a pandemic and being able, that's a whole business move. What was that process like mm-hmm. for you? Um, the process, sometimes it got frustrating. I felt that, you know, that I was not going to be able to get this book out. Uh, the uh, financial status, but I asked God to help me to get this book out because I felt that this book was very important to get out because people really need inspiration and uplifting during these times. So I Uh am very thankful. So I'm very thankful that this book will come out to inspire and uplift people during these, you know, difficult times. Mm-hmm. Now tell us a little bit about your book. The name of the book is Christian Inspirational Writing. Um, in this book is a lot of inspirational writings. Uh, it's about things that I've seen or things I have gone through. And it's just an inspirational book to uplift people, to, you know, let them know to keep pushing forward. You know, don't give up. 
because quitting is not an option. You know, when you mm-hmm. quit, you just you just out. But you keep pushing, you keep going, um, and continue to push towards your goals and your dreams. Because I know a lot of people have goals and dreams they want to accomplish, and they feel like it's not gonna happen. But I'm here to tell mm-hmm. you to keep pushing because it will happen. You just mm-hmm. have to believe and keep working. Absolutely. And what have you learned uh, about the industry throughout your journey? Um, I have learned that uh, the book, I think I've learned that the book has to be able to reach people. And what I mean by that is the audience, well, my book is for all people. I don't have like a specific audience because I want this book to reach everybody because mm-hmm. there's always a point in time in your life where you need some inspiration or motivation or uplifting going through difficult times. I believe this book will help people to deal with those, you know, difficult and challenging times. Mm-hmm. That's so important during these times because, you know, the world we live in is, is, is unlike anything that we've seen sometimes in, mm-hmm. in your own lifetime. But you write yeah. about inspiration, Ms. Michelle. Who or what has been your biggest inspiration? Um, uh, I say um, my biggest inspiration has been my mother. Mm-hmm. Um. My mother has been my biggest cheerleader. She always encouraged me, and she always told me that I had a gift for writing. And and so she has been an inspiration to me, and that's why I have been able to write as much as I have because she has been my cheerleader, and she has always pushed me to do, you know, what I was called to do, and that was to write this book. So she has really been a big inspiration behind the book. I love it. I love it. So tell us a little bit about your vision. This is your first book, but what what do you envision this book doing for the for the people that that it um, blesses along the way? Well, I envision that this book will, like I said, to encourage inspire and motivate um i want this book to be able to give uh life and hope to people because you know sometimes people are during this pandemic people are at the point now you know some throw in the towel some want to commit suicide and different things but i want this book to be able to reach them and let them know that you know that there is another way. You don't have to commit suicide or just give up because there is hope. And mm-hmm. better better days are coming. Just hold on and you know and don't give up. But you know, mm-hmm. I always say what's coming is much better than what's being. So mm-hmm. just hold on. Just hold on and don't give up. It's coming. Mhm. Mhm. Those, those are powerful words. I say those are powerful words. You know, you say you want you want to give life and hope to the people. And with that mm-hmm. being said, Ms. Michelle, you know, since we are limited to our movements during um, this last year, how have you been able to even get your material out there for so many that are in need of that inspiration and, and hope? Um. Well, I... Uh... I have a website that I post a lot of my writings on. And I also mm-hmm. have a blog website that I do. And um, and I also have a podcast that I, that I do. And, and a lot of things, I have a, um, a Facebook page that I do a lot of my um, writers on as well that I try to reach, mm-hmm. you know, the people, the audience, you know, to – give them that hope and uplifting that they need. Mm. 
I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. And it's very important. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now, you know, here on Let's Chat, we love to be able to share our guests and their their vision, uh, their passion for the, the pen that they have and the books that they put out or even whatever industry they're in, because that's what really draws people into you uh, when they mm-hmm. don't when they are not familiar with your pen, it's your personality. So T is going to ask you a fun question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you once again for joining Lisa and I here on this channel. We do hope that you come back and, and share some more with us because the words that you share are so needed in the, in, the, in the world that we're living in. So this is your home. So please make sure you come back and visit us again. But, well, but yes, yes, fun question. It would, it would be it would be my pleasure. Oh, thank you. But Lisa and I, you know, we we've been busy bees here on Last Chat, and we right now we have a beautiful garden growing, and it's it's just filled with so much from all of our guests that have been on the show. And we want you to add your seeds to the garden tonight, and we want to know what what would you be adding? It could be a tree, a flower, a bush. It could even be a rock. But we want you to add to our garden tonight. <laughs> we want to know what it would be, Maybe even if it has a color and why. <laughs> um, it would be, I would say a tree. Okay. Because I would say a, a tree because a tree is solid and it's planted. And I want to be able to plant a solid foundation for people to, like I say, to inspire them and to uplift them. And I want to be mm-hmm. that solid foundation to um, give them hope and to give them um, a sense of, you know, uplifting and inspiration that things will be mm-hmm. all right and things will get mm-hmm. better, but we just have to hold on that mm-hmm. it will get mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So it would be a tree. Awesome. She looks like we're going to have to add some more real estate because our garden is growing, girl. <laughs> I know, I know. We need, we need some more land, some more acreage. We're going to have a rainforest after a while. We're going to have our own version of a rainforest. <laughs> yes. I love it. Well, Miss Michelle, we so appreciate you coming to kick it with us here in the chat room. I want you to shout out all of your social media, when your book will be released, and where everyone can get it, and any events that you may have coming. Okay. um, You can follow me on social media. Um, My Facebook page, you can follow me on um, facebook.com slash m.cain46. That that's page that's my um where I list all my um inspirational writing. So you can follow mm-hmm. me on that page. You also can follow me on Instagram, Instagram dot com slash Christian Inspirational Writing. And I have a lot of my information on there as well as the different interviews I have coming up and also, you know, my different writings and inspirations. Also, you can follow my podcast. It's on Anchor, and the title of the podcast is the Positive Inspirational Talk Podcast with Michelle. That podcast also um, consists of my writings as well that you can listen to. Um, I have my website, and the website you can go to is the author. Behind the pen one dot go daddy site dot com and you can also follow me on my blog site. I have a blog site which is the author behind the pen dot blogspot dot com the book ebooks um they're on smashwords dot com I have three ebooks on smashwords.com. All you have to do is type in my name and it will pull up. Just type in Michelle Kane and the books will pull up. Now, my paperback books will be out 
around the end of March and around the um around the end of March, first of April, somewhere up in there. Um, my book will be in all the major bookstores, and it's and also be on Amazon as well. And they are also going to do an ebook. The publishing company is going to do an ebook, so I'm very excited about it. Wow, that's it. I would be excited too. You know, it will be out there and into the to the masses with the different avenues that you provided them. I love it. I love it. Well, Mr. Shelby Show, thank you for coming to kick it with us today on Let's Chat. And you know that you are welcome back anytime. Yes, ma'am. I will be back. <laughs> we we thank you for be, joining us. I will be back to kick it with you soon. We love it. <laughs> Thanks again. All right. It's my pleasure. All right. Have a great weekend and stay safe. All right. You too. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Good night. Good night. That was awesome, Lee. She said she's going to come back and kick it with us, girl. <laughs> uh-huh. I love it. I'm excited. <laughs> Absolutely. We so appreciate all of you kicking it with us here in the chat room. Hey. If you've missed any of our interviews on today, don't worry. Just head over to our archives here at blogtalk.com as well as iTunes and um, iHeartRadio, and you'll be able to hear all of the interviews in its entirety. We will see you guys thank next you for week us. for Let's Chat Live. Absolutely. Let's Chat Live next Friday. We will have uh, producer Silk White along with his cast, uh, coming into the chat room on next week in our chat, uh, Let's Chat Live. So, y'all, make sure y'all are following and subscribing our YouTube page. And that little bell in the corner, make sure you click the little bell so you get notifications for whenever Let's Chat Live uh, is up and, uh, and available. Uh, we're going to head out for tonight, and let's do a little Gotta Believe. Okay. Discouraged to tell you things, but just have a pearl.